And again, just listen back. Good to go. So just in case anything's like, I need to change again. Um, all right, we're good there. That's the same setting as it was before. And now if I click this and there you go. So the stream, let's see. And then copy the info box into the description and then actually click on the stream and get the link so we can tweet it out. Cause you know, man, these, these Twitter yeah, feeds. So far, sounds good. Good. All right. Awesome. Nice. So far, so far. Yeah. That's, that's, there's a damn seal again. That seal's coming back. He's been a while. He's been, he's been chilling in a non-sea world, but hopefully some other water park that's not, you know, hurting animals. Sorry, oh, it's, it's not it's not that kind of podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things we're not. <laughs> that's one of them. All right, um, I just tweeted it out. So let's let's do our due diligence and like and like and retweet. Yes, sir. Already did. Cool, cool, cool. cool, cool. Uh, I'll just listen back real quick. All right, nice. All right, so we are good to go on that front. My man, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, cool. Let me just bring this up, make sure we got everything. Okay. All right. All right. Let's do this. Ah, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Dual Shock and Sense Podcast, episode 23. I am your host slash co-host, Macho, the king of Kingdom Hearts and the Final Fantasy fanatic, coming at you live with this gameplay for Final Fantasy VII Remake. Y'all been waiting for it. I know. We just, I see you in the invisible comments section. Uh, <laughs> I am here joined always by my good friend, my Boricua brother, Walt. How you doing, bro? Bro, oh yeah, doing good. This is a Boricua episode. This <laughs> Boricua's over here. This is the Boricua yeah. episode, that's right. The one and only, the one we've been waiting for. This time, it wasn't me who stayed up all night at the strip club. It's that's right, yeah. It's, talk about it. The table's turned, man. Uh, last week it was rough, you know. Uh, as as both co-hosts mentioned, uh, apparently not even I knew I was at the strip club until very late, and uh, lost all my money, you know. But and I, I couldn't make it to the podcast until the end. It, it was rough. It was rough. But this time, <laughs> and the and allegedly, allegedly, just couldn't show up. But I know what's up. I know it's the same place. Uh, Jay was there. I saw him. <laughs> it's the same was place. Like, Soul was like, "Hey, man." Uh, I heard he had the, this, the Yelp reviews were fantastic, um, and he showed up. And it's crazy, man. He's not here today. Yeah, he has his plaque on the wall over there at the same strip club you guys went to. Yeah, no, he's a. He, uh, customer, he's a regular. He's a customer of the. Whoa! Wow! What accusations are these? Okay, so he's a regular customer at this place that you ventured, right? And then all of a sudden, now he yeah, spent yeah. all this money. He got a little too crazy, and now he's actually not in the podcast. If you guys have noticed, <laughs> Jay or Soul, as you guys know, the connoisseur of anime waifus, is not in the podcast with us today. Um, yeah, he had to bow out, man. He's good. I guess Walt was saying he is. 
too party, too much partying, too much craziness going on last night. So it's wild, man. You have is that to right? Do in moderation. Exactly. Yeah, in moderation. Exactly. Exactly. Well, we'll, we'll we're here. Don't we're, worry. <laughs> we'll learn it. We'll learn if we're telling the truth or not. <laughs> Find out next week. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, we'll we'll know. We'll, we'll find out. He'll let us know. <laughs> so, um, no, on, on a serious note, guys. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be a fun show. It's gonna be a fun show. It's just gonna be me and Walt for this one. Since we're gonna be, uh, we're gonna be, you know, the old days of uh, what was it, podcast beyond with Greg Miller and Con Moriarty when they'll just drone up just the two of them. Um, I like to say that yeah. we're we're gonna have the same vibe here, man. We're just have a good time. I got my cafe. I got some fruit with me to make sure I'm being nourished throughout this podcast, and uh, <laughs> we're gonna have a good time. We're gonna talk about a couple a couple of things here that happened throughout the week. It wasn't a crazy week, mind you, but the thing the thing about what happened this week in terms of news is that we just kept learning and progressing about um, uh, stories from past times and as well as updates from PS5. But generally, what we're going to be talking about here is a PS5 system update that's been detailed and fleshed out, as well as the new storage expansion details that people have been waiting for for quite some time. Uh, we're also going to touch on uh, Activision and Blizzard, since Walt wasn't with us in the podcast last week to actually talk about this, bring his thoughts on it, as well as a couple of disgusting and really vile updates that you know have been servicing lately with that story, as well as a couple of delay announcements that... Um, I'm sure some people <laughs> will, will not be very happy to learn about. Regardless, it's going to be a good show. But um, as always, we're going to start off the podcast with what we've been playing. Now, I've been rambling on for a little bit. Walt, tell us what you've been playing throughout the week and uh, anything that you plan on, um, I guess, uh, diving into uh, you know, today or whatever. Well, this last week, uh, similar to the past month, it hasn't been... I haven't gamed as much as I would like to uh, compared to other months. I mean, you know, responsibilities and all. But uh, in terms of, let me go in order. Returnal. Uh, yeah, I talk about the, it. Talk about it. I think that is the sixth or fifth vo- uh, biome I'm in. I, I was in the snow biome, and now I'm in the abyssal scar, which is underwater. I think that's the sixth biome, I believe. Yes, um, yeah, yep. So, right now, and I can officially say that I have had a tough time getting through one of the levels from Eternal. Because up until now, it's been difficult, but it hasn't been borderline, borderline impossible. It hasn't been too frustrating. And there's, it's still been frustrating, but not too bad. Uh, but up until the Fractured Waste, which is the snow area where you have to go through different doors in order to get certain keys. Um, up until then, smooth sailing, more or less. But that was, I, I was, I waited a whole week because I could not, like, keep playing. I was going to get burned out. Luckily, I, one night, I just pushed through, and now I made it to the Abyssal Scar, which, again, very different. You're underwater. The jumping is way different because there's, you know, there's, there's delay to when you hit the ground because obviously you're floating. Um, yeah, that's that's what I, I was that's I, what I was talking about before. Just quickly to interrupt you, uh, I was also talking about before no, no. where when I when I told you guys I beat the game. Now there's just one area where like it messes like kind of the environment, and you have to kind of like that's what I had to get used to. That's what I was talking about. Being underwater, kind of have like that very weird and jumpy, floaty kind of feel to it. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I mean it. It kind of it goes along with. Like, the enemies are, are very much a part of that level, like it feels like it, because it's not the kind of enemy that 
that is made to mess with you because you're floating. They it takes it takes advantage of the fact that you're floating and it is a very different movement and the enemies are kind of the same way. So the attacks are not necessarily hitting you if you're, you know, dropping on uh, to the ground from jumping. It's not like it's a type of enemy that is inconvenient for you. It, yeah. It very much belongs to that level, but it's so hard regardless. It's yeah, yeah, exactly. No, yeah, it's I, I feel like the fifth and sixth biomes are really going to like test you as far as like can you actually finish this game? <laughs> you Absolutely. Know? Oh yeah. I mean, I'll finish that, but I need I need some days in between cuz I get it gets to the point where I acknowledge that I am getting very heated and I I won't be able to progress because I am getting mad easy. Um, but aside from that, we, well, you and I have actually been playing some Dark Souls 3. Uh, which yes, we have we never yes, completed, and that has been that has been the majority of like the the best games that I've been playing all week, uh, which is Dark Souls Three revisiting my <laughs> my old character from way back when the game came out even, um, but it's been fun. I, I'm I'm excited. Dude, to it's been a blast. It's been a blast. Oh, absolutely, and and I'm glad that you know we can tackle both worlds so we're just interchange like exchanging you know uh summoning signs and and keep summoning to each different level i i love the whole experience again it feels like i'm reliving back when i've played it for the first time even though we are getting to the realm of overpowered uh yeah. a lot of fun <laughs> i i gotta admit yeah because when i was um I did like to, to go on to that point of you know dark souls 3 i messaged you yesterday and i was like i couldn't help myself i actually beat the game <laughs> and yeah. it only took me two times to beat the soul of cinder yeah and i and i can't wait to because and, and it is because you 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 did point it out how it's <laughs> Our, our visiting of both worlds has been kind of like when we beat the boss in your world it's more of a oh yeah a, a, a demonstration of what the boss looks like and the moves more or less but then when we visit my world because it's like new game plus five world if the, the boss is already doing like its second phase attack in the first few like seconds so it feels more of a challenge in that sense not that because again, I guess we're just so used to more fast-paced games like Bloodborne, Sekiro, that Dark Souls just doesn't feel as hard. I guess, at least for me, that's the case. It's much more. There's much more thinking space in between, like rolls and and attacks and faces. Whereas mm -hmm. Bloodborne and Sekiro, you have to change on the fly. If you're fighting Ishinashina, you have to. Oh, he's lightning. You have to jump. Oh, hit with lightning. Oh, he has a spear. You have to dodge. You have to always be moving. Yeah, but like that like, instinctual stuff, yeah. Exactly. Here you can chill a bit more. Um, so that's been a lot of fun. And aside from that, so I attempted at uh, joining an auction to actually get my hands on a DS copy of Chrono Trigger. Yes, yes. Woo! <laughs> the GOAT. And I, I, I was... I've been wanting to play that game forever. I've never played it. I hear by more people than not that it is probably one of the greatest games ever made and granted greatest JRPGs ever made. Um, I'm in that boat, yeah. I I tried to get it for DS uh, for like $65, which is actually cheap. <laughs> believe it or not, that's a cheap uh, oh, I believe price it. for that game. I believe because it. The, 
the lowest I've seen by you just buying it like instantly, it's like a hundred dollars, the least, a hundred and twenty dollars. And I'm not not about to pay that much for a game that I don't even know if I'll like or not. So That's I followed fair. your That's advice, fair. and you mentioned that it was on PS Vita, and and up in this podcast we're PS Vita lovers. We we're all about getting that OLED goodness. Oh, yeah. With a slim, that's also fine. You know, if you have the LCD screen, that's fine. But, you know, there's a, there's something... It hits different when when you play that first edition, the, the PS Vita 1000 model, and that OLED goodness. Um, so I downloaded that thing on uh, from the PS1 Classic uh, library and started it last night. I didn't get, you know, I, I didn't get far where, like, the actual story began, but I am... The music is already proving to me that, oh, this is going to be interesting. It hits different, right? It hits different. Oh, that, that, the charm, the, the epicness, the, already, just from the opening cinematic, because I believe the anime cinematic is only on the PS1 edition. Um, that's like an exclusive thing on the PS1 edition of Chrono Trigger. I don't know. I can't. I can't so, confirm or deny. I'm not sure. That's the first I've heard of that. But um. Yeah. So I I I try to like see for the pros and cons and differences between the SNES and DS and PS1 edition. And apparently, the cutscene is one of the things that the PS1 version came with, and only that version. I could be wrong. Uh, if I am, do let me know in the comments. Uh, but yeah, that's it's been Returnal, Dark Souls three, and. Most recently, Chrono Trigger, and it's just all bangers, all, all great games. I, I'm not, I'm not experimenting with too many games because there's just too many games. It's like anime. I can't watch every single anime because not every single anime is gonna be good. You know, I gotta pick and choose my, my, my poison. Oh well. Yeah, but, that makes uh, sense. That makes sense. Yeah. And what about you? What about you? Uh, aside from Dark Souls Three, uh, what yeah. Been playing? So, like, I've been kind of uh, going back and forth on certain games. Um, I say Dark Souls 3. I, like, I just want to reiterate, like, that mindset, like, that co-op experience, even if anybody hasn't had that, if you have a friend that likes these games, dabble into it. Because, dab like, actually going into, like, a co-op adventure with Walt here on Dark Souls 3 and taking on these bosses as far as, like, the tougher versions for um, coming from him and sort of kind of like the... Uh, like the, it feels kind of like tutorial boss sometimes. Like how how easy, like <laughs> easy breezy we pass through like these bosses sometimes. Um, but other than that, it's, it's just been a ton of fun with that, and I, I I couldn't recommend it more to be honest. So the other game that I have been playing that I've been looking forward to for quite some time, Walt, the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. Ooh, ooh, tell me about it. So to dabble, to dabble, dibble and dabble into the great Ace Attorney, man. It's um, I, well, for one, I'm a big fan of the Ace Attorney series in general. I've played the first three um, Virtual Console on the Wii, and that was like kind of just my introduction to those. And I just blasted through the the trilogy. It was just a ton of fun, so much charm. The characters are amazing. The music is just. Oh my god, I, I, I can't I can't talk in lengths about how great the music is. It's just no words are good enough for it. And on top of that, it just has a really good story. And with crazy cases where you're playing as a defense lawyer named Phoenix Wright, I'm sure some people have heard of him that are in gaming. 
and uh, niche character. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a niche character, but uh, he he has his assistant Maya, that who's, who's also a medium, and they just kind of go through all these cases and really just uncover the uncoverable, you know, break the break through the barrier of the impossible with uh, trying to either. Um, uh, like uh, prove the innocence of s- certain individuals that were like targeted as a crime, or where the case may be. So it's a ton of fun. It's it's a it's a great visual novel. But the thing with the great Ace Attorney is that you're playing as Phoenix Wright's descendant, who is um his oh, name. So it's in the future. No 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 he no it's in the past. Oh. So is it us? Is it ascendant, descendant? <laughs> I'm sorry. Is it an ancestor? Ancestor, right? That's something. I was like, descendant's not I'm the like, word. Damn, ancestor. That's in the future. That's that sounds kind of that sounds cool. Still, I mean, both both ends, both ends sound great. The the game looks sounds because I I have heard like just the OST here and there on on different streams, and so far, it. I have played only one of the Phoenix Wright games, which was Duel's Destinies on the DS, and I hear a lot of people that that's one of the good ones because there are apparently some bad Phoenix Wright games. There um, were, there were, there were like no, I wouldn't say bad, really, just more just like okay, like the the, the series has gotcha, nothing this, special. Yeah, the series has a very uh, great reputation for just kind of going above and beyond with its with its cases. And some of them, uh, like they bridge on the border of being ridic, like too ridiculous, like I like on a, an original stance, like they are really like, ridiculous, like oh my gosh, like this this case has so many depths and layers to it. But there's some of them that are just a little too much. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, with this one, it's uh, granted it, with with today's. You know, awareness of games and technology. Uh, some niche games will stop being niche and you know reach a broader audience. But with this one, I've seen a lot of love come its way. Yeah, like, yeah. So I guess. Yeah. So like I said, instead of, you're not playing as a descendant of Phoenix, you're playing as an ancestor. <laughs> I knew I was gonna get that yeah. word wrong in my head. Um, yeah. So you're playing as Phoenix Rice's ancestor, Rio Nosuke. I think his name is. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, Ryonosuke Naruhodo. So he's like an up and comer uh, st- defense lawyer student or just like a, a law student um, who's just kind of breaking his way into the world now. So I'm, I finished the first episode just this morning and I can't just, I, I can't just rave about this game more, man. It's, it, it just oozes the charm and and just the feeling of a great Ace Attorney game with already with amazing characters I'm already getting attached to. The music is just out of this world and um, uh, I'm really enjoying kind of like the 19th century into the 20th century spin on it or science, where science and, and technology is not really advanced. So... Um, but they still have like these crazy conundrums and like you know how they go about and solving the like the case and stuff like that. Gotcha. And would you say this is both a good entry for newcomers and for veterans of the series? One hundred percent. Yeah. The thing about the Grey's Attorney Chronicles is that it's a um, it has a lot of convenient features that probably the past games didn't have. But if you get into actually the Ace Attorney trilogy, that's also on Switch and PS4 and Xbox, I believe. Even on PC, I think. I think it might be on Xbox. I'm not sure. 
But um, either way, they they come with convenient features, like as far as like letting text like auto like auto uh, like auto itself. So instead of just pressing the button the entire time, it just keeps going. Um, but this one is great too, just for the fact that like it has like a fresh coat of paint, being with 3D models before it was like regular 2D stuff that looked just as gorgeous. But um, in in this game, everything's super sharp and crisp looking. Environments look fantastic. So if you like. Uh, I would say visual novels that also have a lot of player interactivity in terms of puzzle solving and kind of figuring out cases and stuff like that. A lot like um, Danganronpa, I would say. Essentially, yeah. I would. Mm-hmm. I haven't. And here's the thing. That's a perfect comparison because. And I haven't even played Danganronpa properly. I've played a demo and I've seen a lot of gameplay of it. And it's essentially, yeah, it's a it's a visual novel in its core. But it does have a certain level of interaction, you know? It's more or less like how Doki Doki Literature Club has some interaction, but it's still a, a visual novel through and through. Right, know? right, yeah. So this one, this one, Grace Attorney, is a little more, I'd say, a little more interactive. So you are doing a lot more thinking. You're doing a lot more of just, you are, you're still being a passive player because you're watching the story unfold but you're also figuring it out as in piecing together all like the clues that you need to figure out to solve the case um, are you able to to fail oh yeah yeah you, or, you like they give you they give okay. you like five different tries to like you know make a mistake and then they'll say like oh that's you know you you need to do better defense lawyer whatever case may be like that's not the correct answer and then you have to rethink your 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 for your initial um choice so yeah so, so they give you they give you some room to breathe here and there but uh overall i'm really enjoying it and i think it's a great entry for new new players that want to get into the series as you mentioned walt and uh as, as a long time fan um, i'm extremely satisfied uh i can't wait to play the rest it comes with two games so um that's a total of 10 cases 10 like different episodes and chapters when this kind of oh, for some reason you know. my my head went elsewhere when you said 10 cases i'm like 10 like switch cases like, no, 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 no. Like, wait a minute. no 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 that'll, that'll, that'll be case. that'll be the ultimate collector's edition <laughs> that would be Got no me. no but yeah okay, so okay but it's good it's it's really good and also there's a there's a nice little character called sherlock holmes <laughs> it might sound familiar wow. to some of you <laughs> really yeah it's never it's, heard of that it's, Tell it's, me about him. <laughs> well, <laughs> i haven't been interested in him yet but the whole like like conundrum around like the the basically the letter switching is basically because of like i think herlock Holmes, right no sherlock holmes <laughs> yeah see see even even I've that heard, got switched but i've heard but I've heard Herlock Holmes, like, I didn't know that was, like, a thing. Yeah, I know. So, like, so Sherlock Holmes, right, is the actual, like, 19th century yeah. detective, you know, that, that you read about in some books. Um, apparently, there's, like, some rights issues when it comes to, like, using his name. So, what the localization team did for the Great Attorney localization team, they just basically switched around the letters. So, you're actually interacting with Herlock Holmes instead of Sherlock Holmes. My God, that reminds me of like. There's an episode of Family Guy that does have like do a bit on that on like copyright and and they even like I don't remember the exact terms they use but they even like hint at like French fries and they call them a different thing and Quagmire is like oh come on no one even owns that because it's so ridiculous oh yeah how, yeah how much you have to change and and like even even mentioning but I get it it's properties it's legal legalese and that's a 
Right, yeah. It's it's just one of those things that's really funny that uh, it's like it's so hey. ridiculous to the point where you just like you have to give him a pass on it, even if it is a little cheesy. Um, but I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Um, and yeah, okay. other than I mean, other than that, it's just been um, Family Seven Remake. I got to chapter thirteen on my third playthrough, just getting a hundred percent completion, and then I'll redo the. Um, the uh, intermission DLC with Yuffie, and then on. Uh, uh, besides that, it's uh, Fami's 14 stuff. So just trying to grind for those those sweet relic weapons, and uh, you know, make 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 my Stella character even better with all the nice crystal yeah, weapons. So Stella, St- Stella is uh, breaking barriers in all games, because even in Dark Souls, exactly. Uh, she using using that big axe, man. She she can. She can she can do many things. She she's a jack of all trades. Yeah, so as I was saying, man, once I started Dark Souls three, I was um I I I knew for a fact that I wanted to go through like a like a super strong build, and having like a giant axe just kind of complemented all that. So I had to do it. Ooh, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, man. But yeah, so uh, is that is that all you've been playing? Uh, well, just Dark Souls three and and Chrono Trigger yeah, starting it. And and started Chrono Trigger and I believe that'll be aside from more Dark Souls three because you got me in the groove again. Uh, I mean we we still got got some bosses to kill. Uh, yeah, that's on the plan. That's on the docket for today, man. We'll hit up the DLC. And and hopefully, hopefully, if man, I I'm I'm hoping we get like news on it if it even is a thing on like a Bloodborne like remaster or whatever but yeah man i'm waiting I, i'm waiting i i need you to tackle those old hunters we'll see man you're gonna you're gonna experience true pain with that shit that, that's <laughs> tough that's the that's the tough stuff i know but man like, like i said like i really i really want to wait for that, that you, update because man playing playing bloodborne at 30 frames it's not horrible because I, I boot it up but like it's man it's tough. like yeah it's tough to go back to like how sluggish and slow it is. It's more difficult. I mean, we 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 were talking about that as we were playing uh, Dark Souls on how 60 FPS is essentially making the game much easier. It is, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's it's a fact. It's a fact. It's I was just, I was know, actually right? able to be um, Jedi Fallen Order on the hardest difficulty on PC at the high frames versus playing it on PS4 and like 30 frames and. Yeah, I, I struggled through some bosses on PS4, but on PC, I was I breezed through them. Yeah, man, there you go. Like I, I can't, <laughs> I can't imagine how easy or maybe even more difficult Bloodborne might be with 60 FPS because the game is already a fast, a fast-paced game. So going 60 FPS has to be insane. That has yeah. to be like like a returnal level quickness. You know? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. No, that's what that's what some people were saying too. Like, um, there's certain games that like they're made with the like their physics are made with 30 fps in mind or even 60 fps. Mm. So, oh, so, so putting something like Kingdom Hearts, right, where like you can play it at 60 fps, no problem, right? But like if you bump that up right. to 120 frames, you're talking about double the frames, and that might make things a little crazier, <laughs> considering how fast paced yeah. that game can get, you know? So. It's the same thing with Dark Souls, or at least from software games, because even on PC, they're all locked at 60, unless you get a FPS unlocker. No, that makes sense. And 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 when it comes to, 
when you, when you say you want to wait, is it more of the fact that you don't want? Do you have it or do you not own it, and you're waiting to then like not buy it now? Oh no, I have it. Yeah, I still I have Bloodborne digitally, so it's with me forever. Gotcha. It's more of the matter of like tackling at thirty. It's kind of tough. It's kind of rough. Yeah, even when I booted it up, yeah, like when I was playing it, it wasn't like as bad as I thought. But even then, um, I, like if if there's even a slight chance, which there possibly is, because it is one of their best exclusives, right? It's one of PlayStation's best exclusives, I, I argue. Um, and oh, absolutely. I, I have to imagine that they're working on a patch for it, or at least something soon, because if Last of Us got one, I can I can hope that Bloodborne got one. Or is getting one. It's difficult. It, it's it's kind of difficult to not imagine it having one, and there being one like at some point, maybe this year, or like even next year, or at some point. Like it's hard to not imagine it because it's such. It's still one of the more successful ones, even now. Like people keep trying and keep, you know, on 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 Twitch. I every time I do see at least one person, like every few days, like or every few weeks, like start Bloodborne. Like from the beginning, and they never played it, you know. Right. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I hopefully we'll get that rumored remaster or whatever they they decide to do. If, if you know. Yeah. There's there's a, the FPS treatment. There's a new rumor every week, but for some reason this week uh, there was no rumor on it. Yeah. People are silent. Uh, I mean, there's some more. Unfortunately, disgusting matters happening, which I guess a lot of rumors are gonna like. A lot of people are not gonna like focus on rumors because of what's happening, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, we'll we'll eventually we'll eventually uh talk about that. Um, first, let's let's uh do the PlayStation due diligence. Um, we're actually gonna talk about the PS5 system software update, or at least the beta that went out for a couple of people. Now, did you actually read up on some of like the features that are coming with this new update? I mean, the main thing being how it adds the what was it, the M M two SSD support. I saw how it is essentially a beta firmware. Uh, I didn't read too much into the specifics because I uh, first <laughs> first it was. When you mention it, I'm like, oh, snap, there's an update. And you, before you send the images, you're like, all right, but uh, there's a barrage of images coming. And it just went bam, 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 bam. I'm like, oh, my God, what are these notes? What yeah. are these patch yeah. notes? Yeah, um, the, the, it, was, it, was, it was legit a video that I kind of grabbed that from. I saw, like, all the patch notes for this new system update. And it's it's pretty it's pretty lengthy. So, um We'll go through some of it, but not the entire thing, uh, because the rest of it is kind of stuff that I guess you can find out in the actual patch notes that comes with your PS5. So to list them off real quick, yeah, the headliner is that the PS5 is finally getting the SSD expansion that some people have been, uh, not some, I guess a lot of people have been asking for, really, just to kind of expand like the internal storage or to have like another place to put their PS5 games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Understandable. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so with this one, you're with the new SSD slot. Is the, from what I'm reading, the format is the PCIe Gen 4. Um, it's X4, I guess M2 NVMe SSD slot. Not slot. Slot like SSD, you know, expansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and, and that comes with a range of uh, different sizes. So you can go from anywhere from like 250 gigabytes, which is a, one of the ones on the low end, to something like four terabytes and possibly even more, Ooh. you know, as technology comes out. But as you probably have seen, Walt, and a lot of people are attesting to, were kind of, you know, uh, surprisingly surprised about that <laughs> these things are expensive. Yeah, I mean, listen, not only is is it adding to an already, like, quote-unquote revolutionary SSD uh, because the PlayStation has a, you know, proprietary, like, expensive, quite expensive uh uh, hardware. Uh, I understand why the higher the the storage space, the more expensive. I mean, you've seen how <laughs> the Xbox uh, has the little the little storage slots, the little uh, upgrades you can do that are just there are like inches of of width and length, and they're like a hundred, two hundred dollars, and it's maybe like one or two terabytes. It's it's mega expensive. Yeah, I mean so, we, we we are talking about SSDs though. That's like that's the thing. Like this is like a but, yeah, a, a bump in technology. It, it makes more sense why it's expensive because an SSD. In that case, it was just you know in the Xbox side, that's more of a hard, external situation. Uh, in this case, you're actually like inserting like a piece of technology. Right, you know, piece of hardware. Right, so the, I'm I'm glad you mentioned that because that was the other point of contention some people had, where it, you actually had to open up your PS5 and really put it into the slot. And of course, one of the worries about this is like, well, will it actually fit? Is it compatible? Well, thankfully, if you're on Twitterverse or even on regular social like gaming media sites, they actually will list out some compatible drives that you could put with your PS5. One of the things that is also um, really recommended, and I would say, you know, a necessity at that point, is to have a heat sink with your SSD. Some some are sold without the heat sink, but for what I was looking at online, some threads I was looking and looking up on Twitter, a lot of them do come with heat sinks. So that's the extra added cost of you know with your SSD, but. At the point, at this point, Sony is literally saying have an SSD with a heatsink because it's gonna get hot in that PS5. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Not only will it get hot, we're still in the starting phases of this console. There's still things that could go wrong, and there's still we don't know the length or the extent of how like. How long it'll take for this console to like actually you, for you to feel the heat after X or Y amount of uses? So it makes sense that for <laughs> not only is it something you can install, you're doing it yourself. It's not. I don't think unless they thought about it before their their update. I assume that people would be installing SSDs in the future to your to their own PS5s. In my case, I feel like I'll have to look. For someone that like actually tinkers with consoles, because I am, in my case, I feel a bit too worried that I'll mess it up, and and especially because it's just it's still a bit difficult to find a PS5. Right. It's still, right. you know, it's still a thing that's not as easy as some people make it out to be. Um, I got my PS5 out of pure luck one night, so it, it's it's a matter of of extreme caution and. 
and if you it's it's expensive so you're even more nervous because what if you mess it up that's like how many 200 300 bucks that you just or no more i saw yeah. one or more yeah I, I saw i saw the one that you had sent that one was like 400 almost 500 dollars right um, but it was a two terabyte so i can't imagine a four terabyte which is i assume almost in the six seven hundreds um almost double or i mean almost like at least a third more than what the ps5 already cost you know yeah yeah no that, that i know that that's i know that's the other thing too like that price is really insane um but again it's it's warranted just because of like the actual technology i'm sure like these prices will go down too if you are you know but if you really hurt for extra like storage um and you know you don't want to spend too much on the bank i feel like the uh, good like opposition to that is just to delete the games you're not playing i f you know what i mean i feel like that's a i feel that's a good a good option to go with which my my thing what i do and i think a lot of people can probably take from this too is that if you're not looking to break the bank but you want extra storage right um including like having your ps4 games buy an hdd uh, i have a two terabyte one i believe um, that I bought a while ago for school, and what I do is I put my PS4 games on, on that, and I have it set so the PS. Whenever I do play a PS4 game, the PS4 games themselves will just automatically go on the on the external drive. And uh, when I'm not playing my PS5 games, I just move over the PS5 games to that external drive. And when I want to play them again, move them back over. Gotcha. So right now my PS5, I have like Final Fantasy VII remake. I have um, uh, Dark Souls, not Dark Souls Three. Um, I have a couple of other games, like other PS. No, not The Last of Us. Um, I just have a couple of PS5 games on there, but I have like over 300 gigabytes of space. Gotcha. I mean, I need, I, I do need that. <laughs> I haven't, I don't have all of my games. Uh, it's not like I'm playing a lot of games in, in the last month or so. Uh, but I do need to get my hands on a two terabyte, at least two terabyte, um, external drive. Cause I got so used to my PS4s, uh, uh, the one I, I had installed, which was a two terabyte one. So I had so many games that I wasn't even playing, but this time I feel like I have to be more, uh, frugal with what I'm installing, um, and not have 30 games installed and playing only three of them interchangeably, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. So, so for so for someone like you, this would kind of be like more like up your alley to get like an SSD or maybe something a little cheaper in the end, or like getting an HDD and putting all your games on there. Yeah, and honestly, like I, I, I'm gonna wait until to see how this SSD thing uh, goes on because it's it's happened so many times where oh, uh, it's compatible. Uh, oh, it supports this. Oh, but then you see this, you start seeing like, oh wait, the first wave of SSDs actually are malfunctioning, or or, oh, it's corrupting your data. Or, that's yeah, that's like, a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, we we've had not only SSDs, we've had just technology in general that once they roll out, it's like usually you're not encouraged to get the first wave, just because that's usually the ones that are either defect defective or, uh, they're not what you what was promised um or it harm harms your console or whatever it is uh in my case i'm gonna wait because that's a lot of money and second i do think i see myself more going into the ssd route because 
it's less stuff I have to worry about moving. Um, I like it when it's everything. It's it's in my console. Everything I need to worry about is in my console. I don't have to st like work with any outside like aspect. You know, in this case, an external drive. If that's what I go with, then great. But if I'm going SSD, I'm going the best, the best one that's available to me. But yeah, that makes that sense. To happen, I, I need. I need to save money because <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a big, it's a big, my, my bank's going to be on a diet. <laughs> <when that happens. laughs> I know your wall is going to be super skinny after that one. But, yeah, I know the, the, my, my account is going to be uh, super skinny, but like if I'm, if I go SSD, I'm going with the best alternative there is. And that's because lately a lot of games, at least triple A games, they're, really beefy after like the first few weeks because of so many updates it gets yeah like final fantasy yeah. it's like what 90 101 gigs or something i think it's like um, yeah i think it's like around it's like 70 or something like that but it's still big it's but it, it's 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 massive i mean that's you know it's not call of duty and i don't have call of duty for many reasons one of them being it takes a third of my playstation storage you know yeah it's yeah like, what 200 yeah. 200 gigs, 300 gigs. It's yeah, but I think I think that's uh, that's actually one of the benefits of PS5 2's uh, Kraken te technology, where it actually reduces the size of games. So I found oh, that sure, I found sure. that actually really really uh, beneficial to like when you're actually like downloading these games because I know Returnal is pretty beefy. Um, uh, Demon Souls I think was like 50 or something like that, 50 or 60. I don't know something I can like that. I'll tell you right now, it is. Right now, I have. I mean, I'm using a, a disc, so it's 33 gigs. Oh, Demon Souls. Oh, Demon Souls. Yeah, Demon Souls right now. Oh, which, there you go. Yeah. By the way, I need to. Uh, we were, when we're talking about games. That's a beautiful uh, game too, man. A, a gorgeous game. Uh, I, I started playing it again uh, after a few weeks because I was playing, you know, other uh, Returnal, and and I didn't want to play two hard games at the same time. Um, I, I started playing Demon's Souls the other day uh, again, and I got through the first section of the Tower of Elatra, and I nice. the doll, nice. the doll, uh, whatever the hell the name was. It was a the woman with like four four arms. I don't know, man. Um, I, I I dropped that game. <laughs> I'm not yeah, going back yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I can see. And here's the thing. When you when you talked about that game in my mind, I was like, "Damn!" Now I'm kind of I'm kind of nervous to get back. What if I hate it after playing Dark Souls three? I got back to it and it's like, not that bad, but I get it. <laughs> I get it. No, yeah, I, no, I, it's, I it's, see... it's 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 definitely a me problem. That's why. No, but I see what you mean. Even the rolling, the rolling feels heavy because you're literally rolling on the floor. Where Dark Souls, you're like doing a leap forward. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It very different, but um. In terms of this DSSD, honestly, uh, I'll wait until like a few months because uh, that's a lot of money. Again, that's a lot of dough to put to drop in a, a, at once, and we just barely got the beta firmware, so it's not even like an official official patch. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, nothing's really official yet as far as like you exactly. know what you can really. I mean, people are suggesting all these different things, which is nice because you know you have a base to go off of. of. But other than that, it's um. It's yeah. It's it's still a little. It feels a little um, early, early in the early in the uh, the can, you know. So absolutely, they're still testing the waters. Right, right. So with with this uh, SSD expansion, um, 
one more question before we go into the actual like what's in the uh, system update itself. There is quite a bit of stuff. Yes. Um, there's there's been some debate on on the Twitterverse. You know whether you know actually it, it does seem like this SSD news expansion. It seems a little bit of a fumbling. Uh, it's it's there's there's definitely some research required to go through this and whether or not. Uh, you know, people picking up a PS5 would, you know, actually be expanding their storage considering, you know, they have to open up the console and, and put it, make sure it's the right one and that it needs to have a heat sink and all that stuff. Do you think that this is probably uh, the right move for Sony when they decide to actually design this console? Do you think this was uh, convenience? Do you think this was uh, just an overall uh, beneficial to the consumer on uh, actually getting more out of your console storage with this process? Honestly, can, is it convenient? No. Well, first of all, it, it, convenient is you being able... Convenience was the PS4 where you could just take out the latch from the back, put one in, that's it. That's right. all you needed to do. All right. Mm -hmm. Now you have extra research. Now you have... And here's, here's the thing. I'm not against it. I'm not against doing the research. I'm not against um, doing your due diligence in terms of, you know, getting informed and, and doing the process. Uh, right. It's, it's also on the consumer in that sense, right? Correct. It, there's a lot on the consumer this time around. Uh, and, again, it's it's not a bad thing. But it's not convenient. From the beginning of the PS5 and, you know, last year, there's a lot of things that are compared. And, and yes, we're going to compare because that's, you know, the competition. Compared to the Series S, X, Series S and Series X, the convenience lies more on Microsoft side than it does on PS5 side. Right. PlayStation, excellent. Uh, the SSD, excellent. It's quick, excellent exclusives excellent you know yeah the, the yeah. hardware it's a fantastic piece of technology but even with safe data you have to some games upload it on the ps4 and download it on the ps5 some games you have to download them from the cloud you know there's there's no i forgot the name of the feature but the xbox thing where you um if you're playing on Xbox One, you can automatically continue where you left off on the Xbox Series X. You know, there's that's convenient. You mm -hmm. know, smart, uh, smart access, uh, smart uh, delivery or whatever it was. Um, it, right, right. It, you know, and this with the SSD thing, uh, <laughs> considering just the fact that you have to open your console, it's gonna that, freak some people out. Yeah, absolutely. And in and of itself, you know, you need. You you mentioned it in the game in the video game industry side of things and, and the media side of things journalists and all this they're explaining how to do it. Yeah, there's video but, samples about like how to do this stuff right. too. Yeah, and 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 you know people uh, they have to keep up with the times of you know how you essentially you can do almost anything just with a YouTube video. Uh, but reality is, you know, at least from my time working at GameStop, there's people that have zero clue how to work a, a console and, and there's a lot trust me there were more people that didn't know uh, didn't have any any idea of how to even open the top compartment of the first playstation 4 to remove the external drive 
Um, well, to, to be fa- to be to be fair on people like that though, I don't think they're actually looking to get like an expansion. You know, you know what I mean? Like, like right, I like right. I don't I don't feel like like you're you're I don't know like I don't want to belittle like twelve or thirteen year old gamers because they're smart in their own right. They probably know how to hack like a PSB or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I, I really don't feel like if you're gonna, like, they're gonna be looking to buy like a two hundred dollar expansion card. You know what I mean? So for them, it's probably just like either realm. Right, right. And for me, it's more of the fact that the people that I got that were, you know, unaware of how to how these consoles work, were very much parents. You know, people that maybe they don't have time to like figure out all the kinks of how to you know install whether that be a hard drive or ssd they're busy in their own right and again we're still in the transition phase of where technology technology like got big in the last like 20 years like really really advanced in the last 20 years there's still people that they they're not too familiar with consoles at least now and what playstation is doing with the ssd this very much is i think gonna be new territory for a lot of people because just until now i'm willing to bet that a lot of playstation uh uh, owners playstation 5 owners and playstation 4 owners uh they never have had to tinker or like even consider the fact of installing an ssd in their system right only like hat they've only had the external drive and again they have the option of the external drive but once they hear how the benefits of an SSD, you know, the, the, the idea of you not having to have any extra equipment and it being as fast as it is and as powerful as it is. And and like, it, and it being inside your console, too, at the same time. So, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You don't have to worry about that, you know, that outside element. Um, it's going to sound fantastic, but then when they hear the process, it's... I'm, I, I, I'm not... I don't think people are that um ignorant i do think that people are are smart enough to to you know figure it out how to at least if they don't know how to install it call someone that does uh or you know go to i don't know you break i fix i don't know some someone um that just tinkers with that but yeah yeah it's conv- it's yeah con- con- convenient no yeah, no, I I, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. It's um, I think it's a it's a it's an issue that's gonna keep evolving as we learn more details about it. And but um, as far as the actual process of it, yeah, it's 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 not it's not super favorable. And I can see why people will be kind of uh, turned off by it. At the same time, I feel like it's necessary. At the same time, you know, it's oh, absolutely. it's not something absolutely. that's it's nothing that's absolutely necessary if you don't want to spend the money or you don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Um, I'm kind of in that realm where like I wouldn't really go out of my way to spend money on extra storage if it if it was gonna break the bank. You know, I can I can live with deleting mm-hmm. some games and just reinstalling them. Um, but yeah, I, my, I my, I, my 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 avenue for that is just getting HDD, get something cheaper, and then have it absolutely have it as an expanded external storage. Um, while it is something outside of your console, uh, for me personally, I haven't really been having any issues with, with that. Oh, for so. sure, and I wouldn't either. You know, and and I'm I'm thinking more of the fact that this is like any technology. The more convenient something sounds, the more people will want it. Because this is again, we're in the beginning phases of it. 
for a console, this is like the first time, at least for Sony, this is the first time that you'll you're even consider uh, installing extra SSD storage where it's to this level. But I do think that we'll get to a point where, I mean, even now with PCs, you're more it's more convenient to have like a, a more powerful SSD than it is an, a, a larger HDD. But again, the Absolutely. HDD is more for storage and not so much for power. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. That's that's, that's you, what I that's why I put my games on my PC. When if it's an open world game or any game that I know that's gonna have you know that's really detailed and these long load times, I'm playing that SSD. That makes a world of a difference. Witcher three Absolutely. loads up like that, Ooh. you know, especially with all like the HD yeah. texture packs stuff like that, or even Assassin's Creed, the Assassin's Creed game Syndicate Origins loads up within less than ten seconds because of SSD. No, absolutely, absolutely, and and you'll it, we're gonna get there with the PS5 to the point where it will be much a, a much better alternative in, in terms of quality. Therefore, you know Sony's gonna I, I assume this this would be like their best move in terms of how to make it the more convenient. Uh, make it where I don't know how hard it is with the, this current model of the PS5. But if their next model, it's I assume they it would be better for them to make it much easier for you to open it, put a new SSD and close it. You know, yeah. it's it's yeah. it really is about learning about what this model can do and how people you know uh, synergize with it that they'll take away to make the next one. And for the is it good for the consumer? Oh, absolutely. More alternatives, the better. They're not making you buy it. People, if people complain, you have HDD as an option. You know, you already have options. If you want, you have other consoles. There's a PC. There's options to gaming. Uh, this is just another alternative that I don't think complaining about it is the most logical thing because it doesn't make much sense. Uh, I get if they want to fight the price and be like, oh, like question it. Then inform yourself and then you find out why it's so expensive. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it's just it's just an ever ever long debate of you know having proprietary technology versus having something in your console that you need to actually do a little more research on to open. Um, mm-hmm. Again, I feel like Absolutely. you know it's it's it's, it's a matter of what you you what you prefer. Um, but on, enough enough on the expansion. We kind of exhausted that topic. Um, again, that, that was again that was the headliner. So I'm glad we actually delved delved into that. Um, but the other yep. actually update features I come across here that I'm actually going to read off here. Um, it's, it's, I'm not going to go through the entire thing. It's just I have a couple of paragraphs here. But what also comes with this system update is on top of the SSD expansion uh, options, you also um, get to track your trophies. So you're actually able to pin up to five trophies. Uh, per game to easily track while you're playing it so that you know if you're case you're only going on a like a collectathon you can just see them right then and there which is nice and convenient uh the other thing is the other thing too that actually has been bugging me since the ps5 launch and they're actually going to implement it in this update well is that they're finally going to make trophies vertical instead of horizontal for the layout which is something that's been bugging me forever. That horizontal layout, I just, it, it's, it's, I don't like it. <laughs> it's like you get blurred out of like, uh, or at least you get cut off of like explanations easy. It's big and it's like, I don't, I, I don't really like it that much, but the vertical look to it, it looks a lot better. 
I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. Mm-hmm. Some, someone that I am a, a trophy hunter uh, for Damn. many yeah. of the games that I do enjoy. So, like, both of those features, hell yeah, bring them on. Yeah, yeah. So, the, on top of the trophy list kind of being updated, we also get to be able to have 3D audio through your TV speakers, which is fantastic. Um, 3D audio is one of those, like, uh, not revolutionary, I guess, like, console features, but one of the things that just makes gaming better. So, um, having that go through your TV speakers instead of through your headphones is, uh, it's just another way to get you immersed in your games, which is amazing. Um, additional 3D audio settings have been added for players to fine-tune. It also allows players to use a dual-sense microphone to measure room acoustics and adjust the settings accordingly. So again, more quality of life features to enhance your gameplay uh, experience. Um, multiple home screen options have changed as well. So you can, uh, what was it? So they clearly label which games are PS4 or PS5 versions and separating out versions of games in the game library. So what I'm guessing this means is that instead of actually having the icon where you have the PS4 and PS5 games, let's say you have like the Marvel's Avengers, and it will say whether it's a PS4 game, it will actually label it. And then if it's a PS5 game, it will just not say anything. What I think this means, right, by having separating out the versions, that you'll have Marvel's Avengers PS5 and Marvel's Avengers PS4, two different icons. I'm guessing. That's what it sounds like from the description I'm reading. I haven't actually seen it yet. Yeah, I mean, it. this all... I love it. It's quality of life things, and it's very... If they can re- like subtract seconds to the experience of like of needless like things that you need to do or of like even looking at something, though that's always fantastic. Um, yeah, I, it's, it's like it's it's having double icons that kind of throws me off. But the thing is, like if you have the PS5 version, more or less you're not even gonna play the PS4 version. So just delete that icon. No, for sure. I mean, I don't. You know, I, I assume. I'm gonna assume some people have a PS5 and they don't even own PS5 games. I that sounds weird, but that sounds so possible because PS5 games they can be uh, quite expensive. Uh, so right, I, I right. guess I, I can see why someone would only have PS4 games. Um, but I don't know. That's gonna benefit yeah, that's someone, I guess. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, what are the other things that they actually have as well as coming into it is that you get to. Uh, customize the control center so that menu that pops up when you press the PS button you have like kind of like that bottom layout of, of uh, like options to choose from you get to re I guess you get to rearrange them I thought you could do that before but um, I guess you get to do that even more now um, it said that this also improved the functionality of parties and friends lists and there's actually coming an update for PlayStation now where you can have a resolution selector and from what I was looking online you can choose between 1080p and 720p streaming um, so there's that uh, what are the other stuff that's coming out here there's a couple other things that are, are actually going in um, the this update and I don't have the image now where it actually had the list of stuff but there's a ton of stuff coming in this in this update which rightfully so because Sony has been very quiet and taking quite a while with their system updates it's not a monthly rollout um, like it's not, not a monthly rollout it's actually it seems like to be like uh, every six months five to six months whereas that is a substantial uh, console update and they're, they're we're, we're no we're no strangers to them being quiet. We sure know uh, that yep. sounds like Sony. Yep. 
I think like once we have like our year in review for PlayStation Five, well, that's definitely gonna be a point of contention for you and me, where their their silence is more. It's 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 deafening. Oh yeah, to say the least. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think that's I think that's really it in terms of the PS Five update. Um, we got we got we got we got deep dive into that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, Absolutely. yeah, there's a couple other stuff that's, that goes in with uh, with the PS5 update in terms of quality of life features, but we'll learn more as we as, as it's released. But um, mm-hmm. I guess uh, let's jump into it, man. Let's jump into the, the, the big topic of the week that's been actually for the past two weeks, and that is Activision, Blizzard, and all the horrible allegations and news that's been coming up and people coming forward with their news, so... We we really went to the topic last week, I will say, uh, where Gene, uh, our guest Gene uh, from LordsGaming.net, Soul, and myself really delved into the topic, kind of uh, get into the nitty gritty of the details. But more info has released that's just really like this. We we didn't even hit the the, the uh, you know the boiling point of this whole situation. We really just scraped the top of the iceberg. Um, more information has come out in the past week that to the point where an Activision IT worker actually pleaded guilty to mounting a camera under the sink in in the workforce, in the work environment of of over there in a manner to point at the toilet and he did this in 2018 so three years ago so pretty recent Um, and then more stuff has come out from IGN. There's been reports, and to the point where I even sent it over uh, to you guys in the D in the DualShock Assassin's DMs that even Time Magazine is like reporting on this stuff, where they're they have their own like timeline of like what's going on with this Activision Blizzard lawsuit and all this like crazy stuff that's going on, and who knows what else you know has been going on. To the point that it's, uh, to, we don't even know about yet. This is stuff that this stuff we know about. So I can't imagine the stuff that we don't know about. People are just keeping, you know, to themselves. Um, the other point of information that's been brought up as well is the Cosby Suites, where some, you know, I think, one of the workers is also in the HR department, which is like insane. It's this is like if it really feels like this point where, like, I don't know if you agree with this, Walt. Where sometimes HR for a company feels like it's more HR for the company rather for than for the workers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I as someone this feels like exactly that's, that. That's, as someone that's that's in you know I'm you know just still in my way to the, to an undergrad on psychology. I've read enough to the point where you it people humans are humans and. Just because you have a title doesn't mean you're gonna fulfill your duty as you're supposed to be fulfilling it. So you will have instances where HR will be there to protect the company's interest and not worry about what the workers are actually going through. And this is because it's not only video games. Uh, literally any industry you go to, HR at times it's it's corrupt as hell, and it doesn't focus on the on the workers' needs and on the workers' pleas, and it only focuses on company image and what can we do better to silence these things. And and unfortunately, you know, I don't know the specifics of how their mentality goes. We can we can only assume it's shitty as hell, and it is inconsiderate, and it is incredibly disgusting. 
Um, Absolutely. That Cosby Suite situation is just a whole nother ball game. Uh, I'm sure people and, listening and, to this podcast have heard of it where these group of guys yeah, are just yeah. looking to get, um, I guess, women, right? You would assume so. Um, allegedly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, get them into uh, this. Get, to, get them into this room and they have alcohol and, you know, they have like, extra DMs going through saying, you're, you, I think one of the messages is like, you're going to get the chicks or something like that. It's pretty damning stuff. Um, and to into like me and you, well, me and you talked about this before. Where like, I feel like the 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 most damning piece about the you know that Cosby Sweet story is the fact that we don't know who they were targeting. Right? They could have been targeting Blizzard in, interns. They could have been targeting their own employees. They could have been targeting um, anybody at the at the convention at the uh, BlizzCon convention or whatever it was. That's the thing. It's a convention. You're going to have people from all walks of life, people of all ages. You know, you're going to have babies walking around. But you're going to have literally young and old people and young adults. You, you run the risk, whoever you are. It doesn't, you know, they, they can say that they're, you know, targeting or they were looking for, you know, quote unquote, you know, for women allegedly. But, dude, you don't know. What if... What if you're unlucky enough where, like, you're, you turn out to be the victim? I mean, it's the fact that it's a convention. These are, quote-unquote, professionals of the company that is sponsoring, that is, that is the centerpiece of this convention. And you have, essentially, I, I believe it was, like, the nearby hotel or, or whatever it was where they had at this suite where allegedly they said that uh, they called it the Cosby suite because of, of how, of how his sweater had certain patterns and how the room reminded them of that. If here's the thing, is that true? We don't know. Does it sound like bullshit? Of course it does. We know what the fucking, what the disgusting human being that is Cosby, the, the accusations, the allegations and what the truth is there. Look at what these people are doing. Allegedly, the, these people. Uh, I mean, I mean that. Well, that, I mean that guy did plead guilty to putting uh, cameras in the in the company bathrooms. And that's just one. And that's just one of the many. That was a how they call it a boys club in that fucking room. Right. It was a bunch of them. It was a group of them. And like you mentioned, this is what we know. What we don't know and what we'll never find out. That's the thing. Because some shits, they get swept under the rug. Unfortunately. Right, right. Some people, you know? Yeah, so... It's absurd. I mean, so, I'd, besides the whole, um, I guess, uh, who we were just talking about before, I'd, I wanted to get your clear thoughts on this whole situation. Because you haven't had the chance to really tell us, you know, from the, from the beginning when the story broke out, this, you know, this is a story and a predicament that's reoccurring. You know, this is not the first time you heard of this stuff. And mm-hmm. in retaliation, Activision employees were actually hosted a walkout where they were actually protesting as a company and, and uh, you know, standing up for themselves, really, essentially against, against the executives. And we actually were seeing that trickle in with Ubisoft as well because Ubisoft has all these allegations and... They say they've been putting practice into work where they have a safer work environment, stuff like that. 
but it's been a year and the people that were at the helm of it all are still in in, in their leadership roles and some are even promoted so ubisoft and some of his employees actually uh host, uh, sent a letter to executives saying along the lines that they're they're falling in love with blizzard uh actors and blizzard employees and they're gonna stand up for themselves as well but with all that said with all this kind of being boiled over to now I and mean, we know that the story is not going to stop what what's your take on all of this what's what's what are you thinking as far as from the beginning until where we are now i mean something i think and i think every if you're a sane human being this is disgusting of how this is true this is these are things that are happening this is absolutely appalling it's dreadful. It's it's awful. Um, my biggest issue with all of this, first of all, the response they gave, you know, the it, it was kind of, kind of petty. Like the way they addressed it, it was it wasn't. It didn't give off the urgency that it should have, you know. Of course, it was it was, it was cookie cutter PR, you know, jargon. Yeah, and this and this. This ain't no cookie cutter situation. Has it happened before? Absolutely. Will it keep happening? Unfortunately, it will. Um, can we do something about it? Absolutely. And people, the walkout, that's a start. The people confessing, the people coming out with, with you know, putting people out there and, and the whole, listen, listen. How these people, who were they? Like, tell your stories. That What, what I think is they... They're doing it. Keep talking about it. Keep talking about what happened. Keep talking about what's happening inside those offices. What what happened in the past. What's what what you think is happening. What uh, things that uh, you can prevent, even worse scenarios. My biggest thing in this situation is I see people on Twitter, you know, WoW players, you know, all these people that that are huge fans of this company, like. No, as long as the game doesn't get affected. Oh no, but like, that has nothing to do with the game's development. Or, oh no, like, shut the fuck up. The, for me, fucking close the damn thing until this is all resolved. Yeah, like halt if, development. If, halt everything. Fucking halt everything. No updates. No fucking certain maintenance. Whatever you have to halt for this to like actually like move as quickly as possible. Because they need to tackle these, and not quickly in the sense that these people have to get it over with. They need to quickly get these people out of their positions of power that they have, the, the culprits. They need to uh, get the whoever needs to uh, go to trial, they need to get that shit on the way. They can't give them the, the time of day to get their bearings. Whatever they need to do, no, they need to tackle this now. And that's... The, thing i don't i don't halt everything halt if you need to halt everything do it these are human beings we're talking about these are people's lives people's mental health right you know this it's a situation that merits extreme caution extreme delicacy and 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 in regards to the victims but full force with the culprits full force with the actual company it's a fucking company Why, why are we defending don't defend the fucking company. Defend the workers, the victims, the people that have to put up with this shit. That 
sadly, you know, you read these stories of how people, they never probably talked about it because they were discouraged about it. They right, couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Their voices were invalidated. They were suppressed. Yeah, but yeah, we, now, we're, we're seeing all those stories come up where just people were like, they, they said they contacted this person and that person, or they're looking to confide in people, and then when the, you know, when push came to shove, those people backed off or learned that, uh, you know, they were part of the whole situation themselves. And, and here's the big thing, okay? You get the, oh, I didn't know he was like this. Shut the fuck up. If you if you're a friend of these culprits, if you're if you're someone that know these people, and are and is and are saying that you never knew this about them, what kind of fucking person are you? What kind of friend, quote unquote, are you? That you didn't know, oh, your bro was doing this, that that your comrade was doing this, your coworker was doing this. That that you're you're standing with us, you're standing with the allies of this situation. Where was that energy back then? Yeah. When you saw yeah. these, those that knew about the, like just the, you know, grab to the tangible thing. Those that knew about the Cosby shit and are not involved anymore and are like, oh, I knew about that and yeah, now I'll fight. Hypocrite. You're a fucking hypocrite. Yeah, they, that's, they're, they're that's, fucking, I'm, glad, no. I, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you actually kind of brought that up because there, the thing is like, the, how, how long have these people known this stuff and now it's all coming up, you know? Exactly. Apparently, these things were happening for years, right? And now they're now they're coming up because, of whatever the reason. And I, like, and, and I think we're both in the same mindset of like, why is anybody saying anything? Like, and and it goes back to the point of, well, sometimes these people are in a position of power that will silence your voice, and sometimes you were trying to say something but nothing came up of it. Exactly. Which which is which is possible when it does happen in the corporate world. That's just. That's, Unfortunately, is how it is because you know whoever holds the power does have more of a say in that sense. Exactly, but again, we we see with the situation. There's power in numbers. The yep. whole walkout, yep. exactly. All of this, you know, the the petitions, the the confessions, and and you have people with actual like, um, you know, for a lack of a better term, with actual like status in the media world, you know joining this movement and and giving a platform to these people and 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 talking about it because unfortunately this shit it ain't all only with activision blizzard think about the fucking hundreds of of hundreds of companies that are that are having this same issue mm -hmm. and they they can't do anything about it because their hands somehow are tied yeah. because we've somehow normalized that whatever the top brass says fucking don't question it no, fuck that. Talk about your the shit that's going on. A, a good example that happened recently with Simone Biles. She she stepped down of the individual uh, competition, I believe it was, and 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 gymnastics, uh, because she was worrying about her mental health and she was she was focusing on on her well being, and on how she wasn't feeling well with herself, and you have people calling her an embarrassment. And oh, you're not. You're ashamed to the U.S. Yeah, but I, know, I oh, saw why, that too. I saw that too. Why? Why, why even go to the Olympics if you're feeling like this? Shut the fuck up. What do you know about mental health, dude? This is real thing. These are these real issues. Man, just she, she's 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 been through some shit, man. She's been through some serious shit. Oh yeah, and 
if if people can talk shit, you try and get to the Olympics and the same renown that she has. Go through the same shit she has. No, people need to walk on another per in another person's shoes for a day. Man, they need at least for a few minutes and and acknowledge these are human beings. This this isn't no oh, the company. It's oh yeah yeah. And I bet it's easy to de-individualize, de like de de-individuate the person and and you know take away the humanity of the of the issue and just paint it with a broad brush and just talk about Activision, just talk about Blizzard, just talk about the company. No, but we don't tackle individuals, huh? Like it's absurd. It's it's absolutely absurd. I agree. It, it, I agree, one hundred percent. Yeah, no, it's very very well said. Very well said. It's it's um, I said it's an ever evolving issue. Uh, I feel like we're only more stuff is gonna come out, and uh, at this point, I think people are just waiting for change. And whether it happens or not, it's really gonna be based on time and and people's really um, I guess their their steadfast attitude about things of you know having actually having change. And, so, and yeah. and if 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 you're a person, whoever it is, if if someone's is is this apathetic towards people that have gone through these kinds of situations, through this kind of harassment, through this kind of abuse, it, it, they do these people do not deserve the games they have. They do not deserve the mediums they have. They do not deserve anything that involves entertainment. Cause these are these are human factors. These are human beings. Like what what is there's so much lack of empathy. Like yeah. what what is wrong with people that they're it's so easy to look at a screen and you become a warrior in just a few minutes and they fucking go at it and oh outrage, outrage. Oh no, me, me, me. No, it's not all you, you, you. It's not all you, you, you. Man. Yeah, it's like, um, it's it'll it, keep evolving. That's the yeah, that's that's the that's the other hard part of this conversation too. Is like as far as consumers, yeah, what do you what do you really do about it? You know, do you stop buying games? Do you you know, voice your opinion for a little bit and then like like where do you go on? Because you know, it's like I said, it's ever evolving fight. So you gotta keep you gotta keep with it. If you say you're not gonna buy Activision games or Blizzard games, then then stand by and don't buy them. Uh, but some, you know, not everybody's gonna do that. Everybody's, you no, know, it's, it's, for them, gaming is a hobby, and that's all it's ever gonna be. And who's involved in the process of that doesn't matter to them. So I don't think it's, I don't think it's out of the realm to say that they lack empathy in that sense. But for people that are involved and are closely tied to the situation, and they still don't care, I, yeah, I think, I think there might be, there might be a little bit of, a, of, um, like, uh, what's, what's the word, um. Cognitive dissonance. Yeah. As far as the situation. I, cognitive, and, and and the thing is, I think the cognitive dissonance is very much on the side that they want to keep playing these games, yet they feel appalled by these situations. It's a very much creator versus art kind of thing, where right, right, separate know, the art from the artist and science. Yeah. Correct, and, right. and and that's where the cognitive dissonance happens. I I really do think that the people that that are blatantly and like honestly being this shitty in terms of invalidating trying to invalidate these these situations those are the ones that lack the empathy and lack the critical thinking skills that we very much need right now but and and i'm not gonna say that the people that are like oh but i like the games but i i support the movement 
that's fine. The game is its own thing. Uh, my thing is more that if they have to halt it, and you, for you to understand that. Oh, I okay, want okay. To understand. Yeah. I understand. We're able to understand if they're playing WoW and one day they're like, we're not turning on the service today for, uh, like, in, in honor of like these situations. If you're a person that's like, I understand. You're you're a sane human being. You're you're a human being that's like pretty like, uh, uh, like put together. If you're someone that goes no, but but that has nothing to do. You're missing the point. You're missing the point if that's what you're thinking. Right. It's it's you a know? lot like it's called it's a lot like the COVID pandemic, right? Where people or at least these games companies had to delay the games or, um, you know, where the case would be. And it's, and it's having that empathy of being like, okay, I understand. While I'm disappointed that you know I will be playing the game on this day, it's fine because you need to work on it, right? It's the same thing here, where like if they stop doing updates or they're haunting service for some time to really fix this internal issue, then it's why would you fight that? Especially, especially when it's making when it has the potential to make things better for other people. It's not the falling down; it's the standing up. It's how we react. Right. It's yeah. how. We process this, and and people might think that they don't have any power or any say in this. And hey, you can you can support it. You can do your own thing. You can just doing a retweet to to someone that's sharing their story. That's enough. Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. actually enough of a contribution. Like do something. If you don't want to do anything, it's like voting. If you didn't vote, don't fucking give me your opinion because don't don't fucking criticize the situation because you didn't fucking help at all. All right. Oh, look who's in the chat. So, what's going on? He finally woke up from his uh, from his long night over at the strip club. He's in the comment section. What's up, man? Oh, snap. Oh, Bro, snap. How that? Yeah, how was that pina colada, huh? Yeah, man. Sheesh. <laughs> man, wild. Uh, welcome to the stream, man. Welcome to the stream. Um, yeah, man. But yeah, yeah. I feel like we, we so we touched on that topic of Activision Blizzard. We got your full thoughts on that. Um, of course, we're gonna know information as it comes out. But man, uh, we we have not heard the end of this, have we, Walt? Unfortunately, I want to say we did, but that'd be being unrealistic. <laughs> That'd be unrealistic. He says, "Shut the hell up." <laughs> man, this is so listen. Get the hell! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I just, I just gotta know. Did you get a Did you get a nice little uh, margarita to go with that pina colada? Did you feel Did you feel a little rum? What's going on, buddy? What's going on? A little too much? Yeah, man. Listen, what man. happened? Hey, man, the, all I gotta say is spend the one dollar bills. Don't don't use five dollar bills, all right? Just one dollar bills. Yeah, or hundred dollar bill. That'll, that'll get you somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> You heard it from here, man. Um, uh, okay, so... <laughs> yeah? Uh, Lavender? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. It's a... <laughs> Lavender, huh? Jeez. Oh, man. Oh, did, she, did she smell of lilac and gooseberries? <laughs> oh, man. All right, cool. So let's jump into yeah. the next topic, right? I think it'll probably be our last topic for the day, man. Um, it's it's uh, we have a couple of delays for for up and coming Ooh. games. 
Something that you called, it. something that you called, man. It's something you called. So the first one we'll talk about real quick is actually revealed a little earlier in the week. Was that Kena Bridge of Spirits, the game that's actually being made by Ember Labs, I believe it's by. Uh, well, there's two studio heads, and I think it's their first game. They actually got delayed to September 21st, 2021. It was supposed to come out in late August, and that's coming out September 21st. Um, hey, my birthday! Oh, really? There you go. Happy birthday! Well, <laughs> oh snap! That's a great present. Yeah. So they, they a... it's 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 kind of it's kind of odd that they announced it so late. Um, the game is supposed to be out in like in a month, and you know, we usually we hear like you know, some if a big game like this, we'll hear if a game has gone gold, and it was kind of a little worrying that we haven't heard that this game has you know gone gold yet, but that's because they're actually delaying it for another month. And um, uh, quote unquote polish the game, right? Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more, more or less hey, just a, there's a smooth launch because they are launching on three different platforms PS4, PS5, and PC. So yeah. um, it's more or less just to kind of clean it up and, and really uh, make sure it's as, as smooth of a release as possible. So, so you, were your hey, thoughts, were your thoughts on, on Kena's delay, man? It's, were you, is it to make you disappointed Honestly, or what's going on, dude? Whenever it's, it's funny after. If after December I hear delay and I get happy, I'm just like good. good. Yeah, Take yeah. your time. I'm kind of I'm in the same boat to be honest. I'm in the same boat. Yeah, man, and, and especially with a game like Kina, where we only got that one big like you know like few gameplays, but I we some I, I at least I want somehow wanted more to see at least a little bit more. I don't know like commentary or like something. I, I don't know. There was something missing, and maybe it was none of that. It was just the fact that it needs some polishing. You know, uh, yeah. and I'm glad. I, I'm I'm glad because that game. Listen, if a game like that of what we've seen d- doesn't come out looking like that, there's gonna be some issues because a lot of the game's appeal is the fact that it looks like how we we've compared it to like a Pixar movie. You know, this level of quality thing. Right, um, right. Yeah, no, it's a stunner. I'm, it's definitely a stunner. Absolutely, and I'm all I'm all for it, man. Hey. uh uh, Cyberpunk taught me to appreciate delays. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure it made you uh, very humble. <laughs> it made me very humble, and it made me realize that I have to know what to pre-order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I, hopefully we get another deep dive look into uh, into Kina before it's released, and absolutely the other big delay though that had a lot of people talking, really kind of wondering mm. it. It was it was on it was on the docket to be delayed, as some will say, because Herman Hulse did come out and say that they're tracking to be in 2021. Things were looking were looking good, but um, you know, if there's a possibility to delay it, then you know that'd be the case. Now, and I'm not saying that verbatim. He didn't say that, but it's just around the it's around the language that a lot of people were kind of getting off of. So we actually yeah, yeah. got a report from none other than the Lord of Delays himself, Jason Schreier. <laughs> a lot of people have a lot of people have the joke, and it's a funny like it's a funny kind of a long joke, long waiting joke that's been going on where no, these studios don't delay the games. Jason Schreier delays the games <laughs> because he always comes out with the report. He always has like the the details, and that's the first one to come up. with. So on Bloomberg, where he yeah. actually works at. He actually um, uh, sent out a report that's, that coincides with uh, video game reporter Jeff Grubb's uh, rumors that you know that he was hearing as well. That uh, the 
PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 game Horizon Forbidden West, or some say Horizon 2, is going to be delayed to 2022. And of course, there's no other, there's no like confirmed like if it was Q1 or Q2. We'll leave that to you know the horse's mouth on that being PlayStation themselves. But um, Jason Schreier standing by and saying like, no, I'm telling you, it's it's being delayed. That's that's what I'm that's what I'm getting from my sources, which. It's not out of the realm of possibility. You know, people were definitely thinking that this was going to be a thing, that, you know, uh, it was going to be delayed to early 2022. And as far as my immediate concerns and thoughts on this, it's more or less like I'm not disappointed because I'm really in that realm of if you're going to delay a game for the betterment of the game, then absolutely go ahead. You know, there, there are just uh, how many games that I've played that have been delayed, but the end product themselves were just fantastic. One of them is the game I'm playing right now, Final Seven Remake. It got delayed by a month. It was supposed to release in March. It got delayed to April. And the game is incredibly polished when it released on PS4. Absolutely. So I can't imagine the same for Horizon Forbidden West, where it is going to delay to early 22 for the betterment of the game. And um, can't really argue against that. So, uh, oh, I'm all for it. Um, I think it's uh, going to make 2022 even more appetizing year for gaming. So, what Ooh. do you think about this, Walt? What, what's what's your realm? Because I know <laughs> before we jumped in, you're like, huh, did I call it or did I call it? <laughs> uh, I remember when, when, when we were talking about the gameplay that was shown in that state of play. Um, and whenever it was first, when it was first re- revealed, uh, we, I was talking about how well, we talked about the games of the year next next year, and unconsciously I went like, "Oh, yo, no, yeah, like maybe Forbidden West or whatever." And I think it was either you or Saul that mentioned like, "No, man, but, but I think it's gonna come out this year." No, yeah, yeah, like you, you guys. Were I was pretty, yeah, I was very sure. I was so very confident. sure this game was was gonna hit 2022. Yep. But, but or 2021 rather. And I cannot say what. But there was just the, like pinita. There was that little thing that was like, mm, I don't know about that, chief. <laughs> I don't know, like a little bit, a little bit. Je ne sais quoi, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> like something told me that this. I don't know. It 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 felt. I I don't know. It didn't feel right. It didn't feel right. And honestly, I just in my mind I was like, no, it's gonna get delayed. It's like, it it's good. Again, it's fantastic. It's even better. It's a it's. It's a game that I'm anticipating even more, you know, because, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn and now the sequel, which is, it's looking fantastic from what we've seen in the gameplay and sounding amazing. Yeah, it looks um, great. Yeah, and, and Aloy looking better than ever, uh, regardless of what dumbasses say. Um, I, I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm glad that this is a thing. I'm glad that it got delayed. Uh, and and not to say that oh I'm glad that we don't we get to not play it no, it if you, if people get mad over like people getting glad over a delay they're missing the point, because it's the fact that they get to work on it more they get to polish it they it's a big game it's a triple A like it's a highly anticipated game it's probably contender for game of the year, mm-hmm. um already because of its scale and the anticipation um. Obviously, right. Elden Ring gonna win that, but you know, like, we don't. I, I like. Don't know. I, I, I like Rebellion's point in the chat though. Too many delays could also hurt it. I like that you brought that up because that is true. Correct. Too many. That's right. Too many. But this right. is the only look, the first we, one. We can. We can. Yeah. We can look at Cyberpunk, right? Yes. Where that had one too many delays and 
on top of like having a lot of hype surrounding it and it ultimately led to the detriment of the game because it led to the developers or at least the executives pushing it out before it was even ready Correct. um i think yeah there's there's a couple other games that i had in mind where like uh man I, it'll come to me but there's there's a game i was literally just thinking of in the situation where like it got too many delays to the point where i just i just really just stopped caring and deflated my height. By the way, uh, Macho, just a quick thing. That rebellion dude. That's my. That's a Boricua brother. That's. A, oh, is he now? That's. A, yeah, that's uh That's my best friend from Puerto Rico. Oh, um, what's up, man? In, yeah. Uh, Welcome thank to you the for Joining us. Yeah. Now get that. Now get out. Now I'm kidding. Now, <laughs> now listen. I think delays can hurt if it's done not done properly. And depending on how far the delay is and how many there were, and it's really context, it's it's a context uh, situation. Because with Cyberpunk, you know, now we can be like, oh no, yeah, a delay wouldn't have hurt it. But back then, if they delayed it again, they pro- would have probably been like, oh, no, a lot of people are going to drop their pre-orders, a lot of people are not going to buy it, a lot of people are going to forget about the game because there's just been too many delays. Honestly... They they did, they filled their quota. They they made the money they were gonna make. Investors were probably happy. Uh, the people weren't. <laughs> but that's the thing, you know. And with with delays, I think it's very, it's very yeah. Like and that's the thing, right? With with this game specifically, like Rebellion said, uh, the biggest hope is the narrative experience, you know. And again, the open world, it's looking to to be like gorgeous and 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 in depth with its different like new mechanics and such but the narrative you know the here's hoping that the narrative doesn't suffer from it and i don't think i i think they have more time to like you know polish not only the game in terms of of, of visual quality and, and and gameplay but maybe they can they can fix some 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 more story related like maybe that'd be quest or side quest or whatever it is yeah um, yeah there's a lot of there's a lot that goes into it you know a lot of goes into like why a game could be delayed whether it be sound design, whether it be you know fixing up some voice lines, or even just gameplay itself, there's a lot that goes into it. But absolutely, I feel like Rebellion makes a really good point by saying that Horizon's narrative is the strongest point. I agree. Absolutely, I agree. I, I agree with that, and, especially and, and, re- especially replaying it recently, where like the first, oh yeah, like the first, I will say third of Horizon is a little slow in the start, and then it really kicks up with the actual narrative. I'm hoping this one's a lot more um, compact in the sense of it doesn't take oh, forever for Aloy to be set on her journey and to, for things to kick off, you know, at a good pace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that with with Zero Dawn, we we did get that good uh, start up point, and it did take that long because of the i think the nature of the story and right yeah exactly they they set up aloy to be both naive yet very like she has like she's on the defensive side and she's very aware of like how the outside world is kind of like a a wasteland and, and and dangerous as hell and but she's still up for the challenge and i think that with this game uh it'll it'll feel much more um you know, for lack of a better word, more dense and more compact in that sense. Uh, and the story, right now, I think Horizon Zero Dawn left it at, like, one of the, the strongest points of, of what the story is. Uh, granted, I think, you know, the whole thing with Hades, that was interesting, but I'm more interested in silence, you know, story, the fact that there's people that can tame these creatures now, and, and 
they where did they get this from and how are they doing it and, and why and you know there's a lot of questions um which i think the delay will benefit this uh and how you mentioned you know any voice lines that they need to tinker with or any any refinement any any type of polishing I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's a lot that goes into this game. So there's a lot of gameplay stuff, and from what we're seeing, like from the actual uh, gameplay showcase, there's a, this, this game is gonna be ambitious, and it's pulling off a visual fidelity too that seems to push the PlayStation Five further. Where we, we saw mm-hmm. it with Demon Souls, we we're just seeing it with Ratchet and Clank, right? With just all these different oh, yeah. enhancements and like what the console can and do. Returnal. And Returnal, yeah, absolutely. And then uh, Rise of the West is definitely gonna be that next game. Followed by the next big game after that would be God of War. So, if these games are targeting 2022, it's looking very it's looking very nice for PlayStation Five gamers. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So it's, it's more to come on Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting development process we'll see you know when sony actually delays it if they are going to delay it as of right now it's the report is that it's confirming the delay but again we haven't heard from the horse's mouth yet whether you know that's actually a go ahead but i feel like it's only a matter of time um the other question yeah, i as, want as, to oh what were you gonna say because uh, as to the previous point that was made about jason schreier it's funny how uh yeah it's like whatever he's like the, the lord of delays um he is yeah i, rem- I remember at the in the Iron Lords podcast, um, he mentions which they had that you uh, they had as a guest once. Um, he mentioned how he gets more in depth scoops at times because of the people he knows and because they have such trust in him. So a lot of these delays or you know possible rumors or leaks and that he talks about, he only talks about when he's like almost a hundred percent sure. Yeah, he never and reports anything he's, like, flimsy about. Exactly. And that's... Say what you want about, about the guy, but that's respectable. And that's, you know, that's a... that's a, a As a journalist, that that's something that I think people should strive for in, in, in terms, you know, of integrity and, and, and how how you tackle stories. You know, make sure that... Because I get some, some, you know, some companies and some video game sites, they'll... they'll just want the clicks the instant clicks like the rumor clicks and and uh you know that that one time that kotaku posted i don't know what the the article was but it was something that we were laughing about in the podcast that they just immediately deleted oh that's a halo um, infinite delay yeah they say halo infinite got delayed yeah, yeah. and it was like a it was a fake account that that tweeted it yeah things like that you know and i get it you know mistakes happen but it, it's it's avoiding that uh that counts you know yeah yeah exactly but yeah exactly so the, the the last question I wanted to get before we get out of here is that uh, last week on the DualShock Sins podcast, we, me, Jay, and Gene actually talked about whether Sony was actually going to have their their next big showcase focusing on um, uh, the you know the rest of the games coming out through the year after Deathloop. Um, Jay believes that that Sony kind of set the foundation for you know what they were uh, going to release, and I brought up the fact that they could still release more because we still haven't heard Call of Duty, we still haven't heard a couple of other games that were in the pop- pipeline. But uh, what's making me kind of second guess that is the fact that Ghostwire Tokyo got delayed out of 2021, and now Horizon Forbidden West got delayed. 
The thing is, I still think there could be a state of play just because, at least in August, September, just so because of Gene's point that's really sticking out my mind right now, which is they already laid out foundation for the first part of fall, but what about winter and spring to kind of tie people over until those beginning months of 2022? We still don't know what's really in that realm. So if they do have a state of play, whether it be in August or September or something, you know, around that, around that time frame, that's where they can announce the Horizon Forbidden West release date. They can talk more about maybe the next Call of Duty if Activision is still going forward with that, knowing their situation with Blizzard and and, and the internal struggles there. Um, what's your take on it? Do you think they're going to have a state of play at least to end off the year and kind of give everybody's appetites a little more, uh, I guess, you know, something a little along the lines of, you know, to look forward to for the beginning of 2022? Or what's what's the deal with that? If 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 there's if, if, here's the thing, what's smart, what's not smart, what the hell do I know? What but what do I think it, it would be the smart move? I do think that a, a one final like beefy like pretty lengthy state of play would do the trick, and that's because of you know the delays, the situations going on, COVID. It's still a factor. It's still you know it merits addressing. It merits you know saying why certain games got delayed and like officially like. Uh, staining it or at least reiterating certain points um i do think uh, i i'm leaning more towards yes than no because a part of me is is expecting like not one state of play but like maybe two separate or like two or three separate announcements that are not state of play level but it is like kind of like a little showcase um but again after they started with the state of play they've pretty much like um cemented how they're delivering their you know updates uh upcoming games delays whatever it is um if they do anything <laughs> and here's hoping if if they do it and i really think they will uh around that be maybe if it's september october whenever psx was supposed to be back in the day uh, maybe around that time, you know, maybe that'll be their new yearly thing where they make just the, that big state of play during that time. Um, hopefully that's when the Bloodborne remaster is announced. <laughs> hopefully that's yeah. when we, we get that 60 FPS Bloodborne announced. Ah, um, uh, man, we'll see. We'll see. That's what I'm saying. There's, there's a lot of stuff they can play around with with the state of play and, and make some announcements. It's a matter if developers are ready to show it. And, and there's a there's a lot that goes on that plate. And, um, just make us just make a Sony E3, yeah, man. Uh, we'll see. It's, speaking of Sony E3, there's rumors of a PlayStation experience coming back, and I think that's valid, especially for hey, man, how much they have, they should if, announce. If they do it a Game Awards style, hey, uh, where digital kind of, but they're there and there's like a whole thing. And honestly, I'm down for that. I'm down for another a PSX, dude. There's some things that I was always anticipating throughout the year. And that was <laughs> that that was more more pe- more like updates more what do you call it what whatever the game awards was um, yeah it's just the game awards right no but that style of like announcing because it's it's kind of like a hybrid um, oh yeah yeah as far as like rapid fire announcements world premieres all that jazz yeah yeah uh, right, it right. makes sense if if, if PlayStation, I don't know how they would do it. Um, like no, the just the same play. way. Just the same way. A state of play, yeah. Or at least, you know, uh, I don't think the events are probably going to come back just yet. 
hopefully they actually do but um again we could talk about more about like at the end of the year whether they actually do something like that it's just a matter yeah, of yeah, yeah. uh you know I, I think as far as like a state of play is concerned i think it is still coming just so we get more answers on you know what's going to come out at the beginning of 2022 and a little afterwards hopefully uh hopefully you know hopefully it all comes together for horizon forbidden west and for kina as well i feel like we can see if we see one more trailer if i just get people hyped up because we need those marketing beats for that game you know that's, that's oh absolutely. absolutely right right now kina is kind of like a playstation icon even though she's not you know exclusive to the plat to the to the gaming itself and you know, she's the game is also coming on pc but when people see kina they immediately they immediately think of playstation I mean, that's good that's what you want Right. That's what you. That's one of the things you want to associate it with PlayStation, and you also want to think, oh, I want to play that game. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. So. So. And then right now, you know, but hey, man, uh, PSX, bring that. Uh, hey, man, I'm all for 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 more conferences, more 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 showcases, more. I just have a blast, man. Every every year, I I would always await. Will that be E3, PSX, or whatever the, the, the big conferences were back back then? Because now it's kind of changed. Uh, now it's like the big things were E3, PSX, and the Game Awards. Mm-hmm. Now it's kind of like, what's going to be the running thing? What's what's PlayStation going to make? You know, is PSX like actually coming back like this year? Is it going to work out? Will it ever come back? Will it be a permanent thing? Yeah, um, yeah, they I got they got they got some stuff to show too. You know, we still have Final Fantasy 16 as well, where Ooh. the producer, excuse me, slash director, also said that you know we're gonna show it when it's ready. Basically, that's just kind of his attitude about it. And I couldn't agree more. Um, uh-huh. And but we also saw reports that they finished or at least were wrapping up English vocalization uh, for that and vocals, and then they're gonna do Japanese next. So. Um, that game is on its way too so who knows if we get a new trailer by the end of the year or sometime next year uh regardless you know PlayStation has has a lot in the pipeline i think people have a lot to look forward to it's a matter of getting some hard dates for some and you know uh, updates for others absolutely absolutely yeah and i think uh to your question uh to make a you know the, the 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 final point uh what do i think about the state of play uh, yeah, uh, definitely, I think they will do it, but I don't know to the, how, how big it'll be, and if they'll even address the things that we think they'll address, uh, uh hopefully, but... Right, that's fair, hey, that's I, fair. Everything's up in I the air, because we also, we also have Abandon to think about, too, which is, you know, an ever-evolving story, and that's, uh... Who, who knows where, where that's coming through, but apparently they're having the reveal um, beginning of August or something like that, so, or their, their big trailer or interactive experience, whatever that's going to be. It's it's very much, uh, that's a whole other topic in itself, but, you know, at this point, I think a lot of people yep, yep. are just, just tired of it, so we'll get to it when we get to it. Yep, yep. And yeah, uh, I think that's it for the podcast, man, unless you wanted to bring up anything while we're here. Honestly, the big thing since last week I couldn't show up early, you know, <laughs> wild night apparently. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, 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 my big thing was the Activision Blizzard thing and just get my two cents in there, and uh, that was the biggest thing uh, since I didn't get to talk about it. Finally, like you know, got to vent a little bit there and like actually talk about uh, the seriousness of that. But no, nothing, nothing comes to mind. What about you? 
No, no, that's it. That, that was it. I think it was. I think we touched on everything that we wanted to, and um, I think that's gonna call it for the the podcast, man. Like I said, I, th- yeah. I think we did. I think we did pretty pretty well <laughs> for a two yeah, minute yeah, podcast. Yeah, not bad. Hopefully, hopefully, Soul is not you know too hungover and he's feeling well. Um, yeah, man. Again, have yeah. some pancakes, sausages, and bacon. You feel a lot better. I, I promise you. Yeah, man. All promise the you. All the meat. all the greasy food. I get all the greasy food, all the red meat. You'd be good, man. You'd be good. Absolutely, man. So yeah, I mean that's let's, let's close it out. Let's close out for our first two man podcast. Uh, it was it was it was fun. I'm glad we decided to do it. Um, yeah, for sure. And hopefully, hopefully, all regards to Soul, hopefully he can join us next time. And yeah, man. Absolutely. So let's close it out with their closing remarks, man. Um, uh, what do you got going on? What's going What's going on? Well, man. Uh, I think we we at least one thing we have in common is that tonight we we beat. My Soul of Cinder and my Lothric. Ah, yes, um, yes, yes. We, we, we and th- thank that you, and, thank you, Rebellion. We appreciate it, man. Um, and the the DLC that that's it, that's in store. Will that be co-op or not? I'm just excited to hear your thoughts about that. Um, maybe the the next podcast we'll get to talk about our thoughts. My my. My revisited thoughts of Dark Souls Three next podcast with Soul around now he that he recently finished it and your thoughts on it. Um, yes, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll talk about that a lot next week. But uh, aside from that, man, I'm excited to dive into Chrono Trigger. Actually, I, I'm actually kind of like giddy about it. I'm really excited because it's a for me it's a brand new JRPG experience and it's hailed as one of the best games ever made. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm excited, man, and it's my PS Vita. It's it's a console that I wish had lasted longer in terms of its support, but uh, uh, I'm excited, man. I I'm I'm always down for an excuse to pull out my Vita and play some games. Uh, but aside from that, um, not much going on. More school. I'm almost done with summer classes, so there's that. Um, nice. At least like a week, like two more weeks, and I'm I'm done. Um, and and then it's off to the new semester. But other than that, not much. Um, what I will say uh, for our listeners and viewers, um, if you want the latest in the video game and media industry of anything, and even K-pop, the, we, they even talk about K-pop. Uh, Where are you go going? Where are you one. going with this? Where are you going with this? Go, t- <laughs> go, go check out uh, Level One Gaming. Uh, they're they're putting in the work. Oh, they, okay. They, <laughs> They got the podcast. They got like three or four different podcasts going on. Uh, they they they're doing it. They're 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 putting in the work. So y'all go check it out. They, My man they said K-pop, from... and I was like, what? <laughs> hey man, uh, some some people, you know, they they they're really heavy into it, and their expertise is 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 admirable. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. But yeah, other than that, that's pretty much what I'm gonna be doing. What about you, Macho? Yeah, uh, it's uh, again nothing really much. I'm just gonna keep it chill for this weekend. Just get ready for the work week. Um, we're almost done with moving. Um, at, least, at least putting the finishing touchings on, move, on moving, and then you know eventually have to you know do everything on the said day and date. Uh, but that's coming up, so we're prepping for that. And on top of that, it's mostly just kind of just finishing up these games and playing more Great Ace Attorney and. Again, if uh, if you guys have not uh, picked up Grace Attorney and your individual novels and just really court shenanigans, it's a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. Play the first episode and it's fantastic. And then uh, get through Dark Souls 3, dude. I'm excited to get through that DLC. And uh, 
I agree. I agree with Rebellion here. Dark Souls Three for Crane Game of the Year, dude. It's a it's a fantastic game. It's it's a lot of fun. Oh, absolutely. It's a lot of fun. So absolutely. I'm excited to get through the Ring City and hopefully the Ashes of Arendelle this weekend with you. That'll be a lot of fun. From when I read these DLCs are pretty short, so um, they are. They are. So we can um, knowing us, we'll probably blast through them because we. I, I don't. I don't know if I actually told you. I finished Dark Souls Three with 20 hours spent. Nice. Which is okay. not is not a lot. That's that's not a lot for especially for for a from software game. Hey man, it's it's a game that it's like Resident Evil. It encourages new game plus and it encourages different uh, playthroughs because the more you play it, the harder it gets. Um, and different builds you can do and all this stuff. Uh, but yeah, it's more of a, at least for me, it was more of the fact you know all these different uh, playthroughs with different people. Uh, in our case, um, which it's. I think it's first day ashes and then ring city because ring city is like it, the storyline like it's a nice wrap-up to like the whole like soul series i believe right right um, okay and and we'll get to beat i'll get to fight and beat maybe the the boss that i haven't beaten in the whole all three main storylines um which is the actual dragon in that dlc so i'm excited for that yeah yeah we'll, we'll definitely get to that it's gonna be a lot of fun uh, looking forward oh, to yeah, that, man. and um, I think that really calls it for the, the this episode, man. So yeah, thank you guys for watching the Dual Shock and Sense po Dual Shock and Sense podcast episode 23. Tune in next week, where we're getting into more to what we're playing and any news that pops up for all the places and the latest and greatest. And uh, yeah, man, it, it was it was fun. I'm glad we did this. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. So, yeah, look forward to next week. Thank you guys for watching. Leave a like. It's greatly appreciated. It'll help us grow the podcast. Share it out to your friends and family. Um, and subscribe. And subscribe, yeah. We're actually trying to hit 50 subscribers before the end of the year, so we can use all the help that we can get. We appreciate um, every one of you guys. So. Or, or in the words of Soul, we'll take your kneecaps. And your mom's a hoe. Yeah, man. So make sure to subscribe <laughs> and like and... And join the live chat whenever we're on on every Saturday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes, yes, there you go. There you go. All right, man. Thank you guys for watching. I'll catch you guys next week. Peace out.